It's the SWP presented by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford. Are you looking for a better value on your insurance dollar? If all the companies are charging close to the same price, who would you pick? What if I threw in an expert on your side for the same price? Call or text me today. I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, 613-801-2659. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Reignite your passion for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Take a test drive today and see all the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles. And for your comfort, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Jim K. Ford will be more than happy to bring a vehicle to your home or your place of work for a demonstration and test drive. Jim K. Ford in Orleans or JimKFord.com. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. And there they go. It is the SWP. It is a show with episodes each and every weekday. We appreciate you being here. Your stick-to-itiveness with us. Got a nice little audience that continues to grow. And, of course, it's all about Ottawa sports and whatever. My name is Steve Warren. I'm joined by my good friend Jim Jerome, schmoozing it up as we do. Uh, we hope you enjoy the program. James, how are things? That's good, Stevie. Good. Excellent. Um, I've, 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 got to, I've got to be honest about something. You know, you when... We do the show. It it varies at what time we do it, but it's it's late morning till early afternoon, somewhere in there. Right. And uh, so I'm always kind of organized chaos, right? No, it's mm-hmm. actually disorganized chaos. I I can't say that anymore. So my, my day <laughs> chaos okay, it's by just... its nature is disorganized. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah uh, the great paradox. Um, anyway, I'm so hooked into uh, Dateline, the show. Okay, and. Uh, if you've been sleeping under a rock, um, there's there's been um, the world's taste for real murder and drama is just increasing at an exponential rate. Right. Speaking of podcasts, there's the most listened to podcasts I was reading the other day are real murder mysteries. Right. And not only true that, crime. Steve, not only that, true crime, not only that, they're podcasts with, with people who have had no experience doing anything in broadcasting or, you know, a lot of it is just, you know, a couple of friends getting together. I saw, you know, this, uh, I saw a couple of girls who wanted to follow this story in their hometown or some other town just out of curiosity. Okay. If this isn't frustrating enough for you or me trying to grow a podcast audience and they just thought they'd go online and, and form a Facebook group and see what everyone's thoughts are on uh, XYZ murder case. And now we have 1.2 million followers. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? What? Uh, pretty damn insatiable appetite for yeah, mayhem for sure. It's just crazy. But I got to admit, sometimes I'm, no, I can't do it right now. Stevie, I'm busy because I'm hooked into this dateline. So, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people, I guess. I'm one of those people. Has so. dateline changed any from the Chris Hansen days where he's basically trying to, effectively entrap all these pedophiles and things like that is it any different is it the same kind of theme or has well, it gotten worse well it's un- incredible the stories that that they fall it's it's you know it's unmatched in terms of investigative reporting it it's you know they'll say and you know a new dateline um you know is coming up they're great they're one to two hour shows and you'll begin to l- look at it and realize they've been chasing this down you know, a lot of these murder mystery Steve, they'll say it happened in 1998. Right. For example, one I'm watching right now was um, 
1985 disappearance of a, of this guy's wife, and he's the number one suspect. Well, they've been following these stories, Steve, for 25 years. Yeah, you know, and then and then coming up with a two-hour special on it. It's incredible. It's incredible. The production of it and the 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 investigation that they do is so deep. They take a deep dive into this stuff, so it's really credible, really credible. But well, I got to anyway. say, the big problem I have with it is that we watch it with obviously at arm's length, right? But these are real people, real families, real victims. And you kind of forget that when you're watching about, oh, this happened in Chicago and here I am watching in Canada somewhere. I don't know these people. I don't know the area you're talking about. So in a way it comes across as fictional, Hollywood. You kind of keep it at arm's length. But then the CBC, I believe it was the CBC, they did a thing where it's the same kind of a deal true crime, real stories, mm-hmm. interviews with the people who investigated. And they did one on, oh, man. Probably W5 or something, maybe, right? That was great. Yeah. That's a great show. It was a young woman, though, that was 16 years of age who left Wendy's in Barhaven and disappeared, and her body was found. And, and it's like Ugh. all the landmarks I knew. Um, I'm sure I knew people who knew the family. And a little wow. bit of me was offended by it, to be honest that this was being displayed as an entertainment product sort of changed my thinking about those types of shows. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Where, where I get kind of disgusted is at myself going, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch this thing. Right. Right. No, knowing it, knowing it's going to be this, you know, nefarious conduct of someone beyond that. And it's just, a, you know, a ter- it's going to be a terrible, terrible story you know, a terrible result all the time. And yet here I am going, racing home, going, oh, there's a new dateline. There's a new dateline, right? right? I kind of get disappointed in myself going, why would you want to watch that? You know, why would you want to watch it? But it's kind of this morbid curiosity all the time. That well, there's a blandness to our real lives, right? You're always, you're always looking for adventure. What was that? It was a title to a movie that I thought was kind of apropos to this. The title was The Unbearable Lightness of Being. Oh, right. And- Right. And that's kind of how we all operate, and that's why we seek out these these adventure things, these different things, these things that are far removed from our day-to-day lives. And I, I guess that's why we do it, sort of the escapism into something exciting. Yeah. I want to ask you something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this week, this week there's been, you know, t- t- two or three stories of, you know, of, of terrible, terrible outcome and content. You know, the Alec Baldwin thing, right? It's just this horrendous thing that happened. Uh, this Chicago Blackhawks, um, you know, story that is unfolding as we speak again is just a horrible, horrible thing. And it made me, uh, it's funny because I've often, I've often said to myself, um, you know, if I had a do-over in my life, you know, if I had a do-over uh, or a couple, you know, or a couple of do-overs. Um, fuck, I can't believe I cry so much. Uh, you know, so if I had a couple of do-overs, there there are some, right? There are some when I look back and go, and I wish I would have handled my addiction earlier. Uh, you know, the, the, you know, the unfairness with my kids and all that stuff. I've talked about that. But when I see these stories uh, that happened this week, and 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 we often see these things, right? That that are in the news, that are, that people are thirsty to hear. That they're they're just terrible things. 
it minimizes, Steve, my desire for a do-over in my own life. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think of, do you think Alec Baldwin would like a do-over? Do you think, do you think a bunch of these guys now, uh, you brought up um, Shovel Day Off and, and, and Joe Quenville with, you know, who have been, who've been you know, more than an add-on with this Chicago Blackhawks thing. And I, I, it, it has this, I don't know. I don't want to say positive effect, but, but I've always wanted a couple of do-overs, you know, big ones, big ones that I've always wanted to, to when I look back that I wanted to, uh, you know, fix, or I w- wish I wouldn't have done that. Wish, you know, yeah. and serious shit, you know, when I was in, you know, but when I see these stories this week, you know, I said, how are we going to talk about this? What, what does it mean? What, what, you know, uh, the, the, you know, the, the landscape of all this stuff has changed so much. Uh, you know, I'm 60 years old. You're, you're not there, but you're in your fifties. Um, you know, so it was, it was different 30 years ago, uh, with this stuff. So, you know, do, do these guys deserve a break because of what it was like 30 years ago? But anyway, more, more to my point, I'm just saying, you know, I was going to say, I'm going to ask Steve, if you ever, if you want to do over, you know, if you'd like a do over and, and it's changed that this week when I, when I see those things, I don't know why. I don't know why, right? I, I was probably sitting around crying the blues, moping around about my life or something for a, a few minutes. And then I see, when I read these things, it makes me go, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You know, um, you don't worry about it. You know, but when you think of these other, you know, I, I can't even imagine if you're Joe Quenville today um, or, or anyone else involved in this thing or, you know, Bowman and these guys or Alec Baldwin, uh, or other shit, you know, and I'm, so I said, I'm going to ask Stevie, you know, would you, would you like a do-over Stevie? Anything in your. Oh, I'm sure I have some. Yeah. I don't have anything that even remotely touches your battle with addiction and, and, and the family things that ensued from that. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I've got some various things along the way where I kind of go, yeah, probably like to do that a little differently, but Nothing of the uh, nothing of the game changing variety. I wish I could uh, give you something that would be somewhat compelling, but I really don't have. No, anything. you don't. Yeah, I'm here to yeah. tell you you don't need one. Right. I'm here to tell you right you, that you don't need one, and I'm here to tell myself today you you don't need one. When you look at these these you know other stories, you know, my dad used to say, and I've told you this before. You know, if you want to minimize your problems, you know, in this case, you 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 think you'd like to go back and fix things. You know, then then let's take a walk through a burn ward at a children's hospital, and and tell me your problems. You know, yeah. tell tell me your problems, right? And, uh, um, you know, that's 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 where I'm kind of at this week. I don't I don't right. know why, but um, well, I mean, I think a lot of people's problems feel minimized today compared to Kyle Beach's situation. So just to kind of reset what you alluded to there, um, it's all about the Chicago Blackhawks scandal, and on TSN yesterday. Beach officially identified himself as John Doe, the Chicago player who accused the team's video coach of sexual assault during the club's Stanley Cup playoff run back in 2010. Aldridge apparently threatened Beach both with a mini baseball bat and the ruining of his career if he didn't do as he was told. So Aldridge reported it to skills coach Paul Vincent. He took it to the Hawks' brain trust and they did nothing, nothing to help Beach and nothing to punish Aldridge. In fact, when the Hawks won the cup, Aldridge hosted it, or he ha- sorry, he hoisted it 
he hosted the cup, got his day with the cup, and got his name on the cup. And seeing all of that after this alleged attack made Beach feel like he was less than nothing. So now the issue today is, among the Chicago Brain Trust, there are two men who investigators say were in on the meeting about the allegations of assault, and they still work in the NHL. Stan Bowman, of course, has already resigned over this, and the other guys that were in the meeting are no longer in the league. You've got Joel Quenville, though, Florida Panthers head coach, and Kevin Dayoff, Winnipeg Jets general manager. And the question I think everybody has today is, should they be fired for not doing enough in this situation? Well, it was interesting. Uh, I read I read last night, I watched it intently, of course, uh, and should they lose their jobs over it? I, I don't know, Steve. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to do when you're an outsider, but I'm fully confident that I'm in a mode of wanting to fire both because these guys, according to the investigation, were in on that meeting, they got the information, and they basically just deferred to Stan Bowman and said, oh, okay, I guess... He's going to handle it, and, and I mean, really, this, is, this isn't something you can sit on. You can't, it's not like stealing of office supplies. This is like a potentially life-destroying crime, and everyone in that room had some responsibility, and the higher up they are in the food chain, the more responsibility they carried, but let's not make any mistake. Everybody had some level of responsibility, and uh, everyone failed Kyle Beach in that meeting. Yeah, the, the other thing is there was a, there was a guy who sort of read a, a quick three-minute thing. I don't know who it was, Steve, about the, the investigation. Yeah, it was very telling about, about the actual series of events that happened. What happened after was they brought it to the team, and they were in the Stanley Cup run, okay? So it's, it's the beginning of, I think it's the 23rd or 4th of May. And they're in the hunt. Quenville and these guys get together and go, okay, uh, Stan- a Stanley Cup is is really hard to win. And I'm going, what? They bring this complaint and say, okay, look, we got to fully concentrate first on the Stanley Cup, and then we'll deal with this thing. Right. That one today, Steve, in 2021 is, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Right? And then so they won the Stanley Cup, and then they looked into it three weeks later. Um, Bettman did say that none of these people are going to be allowed to work in the NHL until he approves it. Right? Yeah, they're going so to meet. He- Sheveldayov and Quenville are meeting with Gary Bettman in New York at some point in the next few days. And uh, Joel Quenville basically said he's standing by his comment that he uh, just found out about this this past summer. He's standing by that, but he said, I can't comment on it. And we'll go have this uh, interview with Gary Bettman, and then I'll be in a better position to comment after that. But there's something new to these whole Chicago Blackhawks story where this this insanity appears to be systemic. So Rick Westhead reporting today, the Illinois Department of Financial and Professional Regulation, which licenses certified counselors, has now opened an investigation of Doc Jim Gary who apparently was, I believe, a uh, an employee with the Chicago Blackhawks, not an actual doctor, but he allegedly told John Doe 1, who we now know is Kyle Beach, that the sexual abuse he suffered at the hands of this video coach, that it was his own fault. Like, good Lord. This thing, just it's just like pulling a string off of, right. it just keeps unraveling and unraveling. 
And uh, it, I mean, so Jim Gary is also uh, quoted. So he basically said he sometimes used what he regarded as juvenile sexual humor. He was the Hawks mental skills coach at the time. And he told investigators that I used juvenile sexual humor to engage with the young male players in order to encourage them to receive mental skills, coaching and counseling from him. Jesus. <laughs> That's probably the dumbest reason to do something like that. I've ever heard. I don't know yeah. anybody who would make that leap. Oh, uh, he's a good guy. He's sending me the naked pictures of, of women and, and homophobic jokes. And yeah, I'm going to go see him for mental counseling. What? You know, you know, with change, Stevie, there, there, there comes consequences, right? That, um, when this does have to change, when you hear this today in 2021, nothing about it is, 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 you know, n- nothing about it, nothing about it is not serious, you know, right. to me, uh, you know, half of me goes, if you want to stop this behavior, if you want to, if you want to get rid of this and, and people to look up and straighten up and begin to understand the gravity of this stuff, then, then my answer today is, yeah, you got to get rid of you got to get rid of these people. These situations where you come down harshly on it, it's not just a matter of, you know, punishment against the person, and it certainly is that, but it also sets the standard moving forward and it'll give the next yahoo, the next criminal behavior pause for thought before they ever enter into the idea or the thought process of doing anything similar to this. If something doesn't happen, if you're trying to move forward and you're trying to, to um, you, you know, get to a place where it's okay to not be okay is one of the expressions they leave to, to, to be able to come forward uh, because of w- what happened to you. Um, and how do we make that easier for people to do that? Good point. How do we make it, uh, you know, more where we do need to talk about it and we do need to do this? If you don't fire these guys, Steve, if you don't, it makes it, you know, you're setting the whole thing back 50 years. If they don't do something, Steve, that makes it very difficult for future victims to go, well, here's what happened in a high-profile case, right? That that was investigated, that someone did start to ball rolling on it, and dude got a promotion before it happened. They, they didn't, the Stanley Cup was more important, and and the consequences were a couple guys resigned from their jobs, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing. You don't want any level of reluctance for victims to come forward. We see that in all kinds of awful, serious crimes. It's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of heavy stuff for one show, I got to say, but uh, we'll come back in just a moment and uh, wrap up the program with final thoughts after these words. Are you getting back to life and don't have time to review your insurance policies? Do you want me to have a look at it for you and see if you're properly covered? I'll take a professional look at it and let you know what I see, and you make the decisions. Text 860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Did you know that Jim K. Ford has been around since 82, one of the longest-running dealerships in Ottawa? The K family always proudly strives to provide the best service in the automotive market with the help of their fantastic team of professionals. They're continually training and improving to ensure you always have the finest buying experience. See what they're all about, shop for your next vehicle, and then make your appointment today at jimkford.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. I was kind of joking, James, when I went on tsn.ca today. Mm-hmm. I was looking up and down 
And like you were saying off the top, all the stories of wrongdoing, misbehavior, and crime. Like the whole main page, you had like Blackhawk scandal, Deshaun Watson lawsuits, Washington football team workplace misconduct. John Gruden right. was in there. There was Evander Kane. There's that creep who coached the U20 Canadian women's soccer team. Like Jesus. it was, it was like reading, like browsing through episode titles for Law and Order or something like that. Right. It's right. ridiculous. Anyway, right. that's that's where we are. And heavy show today, but hey, people are talking about, about it, and it's important. How about Stevie? Uh, an unbelievable sports story. Uh, there's, I, I think the PGA is in Bermuda this week. Yes, sir. and. Uh, there's a great story about a guy who's ent- on a sponsor exemption. I think he's the head pro at that, at that club. Uh, now we're doing something with that. And this guy's, uh, you can, you can look it up, but. Um, I got it in front of me. Yeah. Give, give us, give us that story. Cause it's, I, it's just, a, it's just a, like a unbelievable, unbelievable. Wow. Wow. When I read it. Yeah. Go it's ahead. a great story. So the PGA is at the, uh, it's called the Butterfield Bermuda Championship. And I guess the field for the event isn't particularly strong and players have had a tough time even getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Morris, though, is the head pro at the Ocean View Golf Course in Devonshire, Bermuda. And he's going to be playing his first PGA Tour this week. He got in on a sponsor's exemption. He's 53 years of age. And... He's battling stage four cancer with a prognosis far more daunting than any golf shot. Right. So he is uh, a terrific inspiration, I'm sure, to uh, every PGA player out there. And uh, I'm sure that uh, it's going to be a very memorable weekend for this guy. And his name, again, Brian Morris, it's going to be a pretty special weekend. Yeah. Read the guy's comments. It's it's unreal. Like, look it up. or I I don't mean you. I got it. But someone... um, yeah, tell, like, like, talk about, you know, a death sentence, right? This guy's going, what did he say, Steve? I, I got an expiry date here that's coming yeah. up pretty quick or so. Go ahead. So the quote is, I used to be terrible with nerves as a golfer, but since I got diagnosed with cancer, it's like hitting a tee shot doesn't really, like I embrace it now because I'm able to do it. I probably shouldn't be according to the doctors and how my cancer was growing and stuff. I've been past my expiration date, you know? Jesus. Yep. If you're over the ball, how can you possibly have wild nerves if you're in his boat? He's got way, way worse things to be thinking about. Yeah, he gives a little detail on the on the, on the the path that his cancer took. Like it started uh, somewhere and now it's gone to three different parts of his body, hence stage four. Yeah. Two years ago, he had surgery to remove a malignant brain tumor and since has learned the cancer spread to his esophagus, stomach, and neck due to various treatments, he says he has a hard time standing for more than half an hour, and that's why they're going to permit him to take a cart at Port Royal. And, uh, yeah, it's it's an incredible story, and he calls it an immeasurable gift. Yeah, wow, unreal, unreal. Yeah. Kudos, man. Kudos, so, man. Who, 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 who would be able to do that with this guy? Yeah. Unreal. Give me a Love special that story. story. Love yep. it. Hope he wins. Probably won't, but I hope he does. That'd be an amazing story. But uh, just just to be there, probably living the dream. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it's like that old uh, Tim McGraw saw, song, you know, live like you're dying. I'm sure that every breath the guy is taking and every moment, every step on the golf course 
that a PGA event is going to be just amazing. So I'm sure it's going to be really special yeah, for his and, entire family. Yeah. And kudos to the PGA, you know, yeah. to, to look at this thing going, this is kind of make a wish, right? Which is a beautiful foundation. The make a wish foundation is, is, you know, one of the most incredible organizations I've ever heard of. And, and so for them to go look at this is, you know, sports isn't that important. Sports is not that important, but, but look what they're doing here. Yeah, with with that guy. So they did the right thing. They're doing the right thing. No anyway, question. I'm going to be following it for sure. To see how the guy's doing. Yeah, I hope they give him some TV time. That'd be good. Um, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being with us. Don't forget our website is stevewproject.com. Don't forget about our Patreon memberships. We'd love it if you'd sign up for one. That'd be fantastic. And we, of course, invite you to share the program as well. That helps the bottom line as well. Enjoy your day, everybody. And we'll talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today and share the show with your friends and followers. We're at stevewproject.com.